Welcome to the Hell Spiritual Podcast. My name is Amit. I'm one of your hosts. Uh, my name is Jose, and I'm your other host. And today we want to talk about uh, male emotional vulnerability as a topic. Yeah, I think this topic carries a lot of weight, and from our experience of like learning how to be vulnerable and how we've been able to navigate through that and you know the life that we've been living it's it's something that we feel like we want to talk about you know unpack some of the things that we experience and some of the societal ideas that we should be a certain way so we're excited about this topic this is something that we get to do all the time in our living room so it'll be kind of one of those other days where we just sit down and just be vulnerable and talk about different things so okay and so let's start off with the what does this what does this mean to us? Um, define uh, what it means to be one a male that's in touch with like their their emotions. Because um, you mentioned like uh, societal norms, right? Like what is usually instilled for the general public? Like, I mean, at least from from my upbringing, it was like uh, you if you're a male, you need to be a certain way that's devoid of emotion and you need to be strong. And I, that was the, the full masculine. Right. Mm -hmm. But in what I see now coming up is the more in tune with what emotions I'm actually feeling, I can navigate that better and be more present in my life. So to me that that's what it, it's, it's sort of in a general sense means to me. Um, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, one of the things that kind of pops up in my head is like, you know, since, you know, I'm Latino and like in our culture, you know, we're supposed to man up, not talk about certain things, be a certain way. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, I used to be told, you know, shut up, man up, stop crying, stop doing this. So my feelings were dismissed. They weren't heard. And I didn't realize how that was affecting me as until I got older. And, you know, you know, we, you know, we got, I got sober and started learning that these experiences uh, were like suffocating me, right? And and it um, disabled me from like feeling feelings. And like, I remember one of the first things that really impacted me when I got sober was my sponsor was like, hey, your feelings are your feelings and you're entitled to feel the way you feel. And I was like, oh my God, I'm entitled to feel these feelings. Like it's okay to have these feelings. And like he validated that and he heard me and for me, it was just like huge. I'm like, oh my God, like I am human. <laughs> Goes back to what we talked about before. It's like being a human, you know, we all have God-given emotions. We all have feelings and that's what makes us humans, right? Right. Um, for me, I feel like I was, I was brought up in a, a, a home with no father uh, and my mother wanted to play the role of both the mother and the father. Right. Mm -hmm. So what this came, like what this meant for me was I didn't really learn how to navigate emotions accordingly. Like just what someone else was acting, um, how they perceived a father figure would enact upon me. So I just took that and just ran it in, ran it to the world, um, just hiding my emotions, manipulating uh, how, like what I, sh manipul what is it? 
gaslighting myself to emotions to not feel. And um, it was only until uh, one of my previous partners had brought it up to me. He's like, what, what happens when, because like whenever I experienced any type of emotion, I was shut down, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what that was. I was just like, oh, this is, I, I need to not feel this. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? You know, that's where it goes back to like societal sort of norms. Every image of every quote unquote strong man that you see on media, which is perpetuated against us over and over again, devoid of emotions, knows what to do in in situations and is never showing emotions, not even voicing them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's only recently that there's been a space has been opening up in what I see around us and mutual friends and, and all that to do that. And what this taught me was like, okay, and when I'm shutting down, what's actually going on? Like, what, what is this? Where is the, the hurt that I'm feeling? Is it like the, in my chest? Is it in my stomach? And these mean different things. I was like, oh, there's another layer to this, mm-hmm. right? So when, when I'm angry, like, how do I express it? Because if I don't express any of that, it goes into anxiety, which later turns into depression, which mm-hmm. like, I mean, it it like unlocked my life with that. I was like, that's why I'm so anxious. And right. that's why I have all these like depressive thoughts, at least a factor in why I do that. So what I've found is I was speaking to someone else that had questioned this a lot. Why do males uh, not express their truths straight up and sort of gaslight them? This is a female person that I was talking to. In what to. context is that? They were talking about dating. Okay. So in, in dating, well, why aren't males, for this person's experience, uh, expressing directly what they, they mean and like, why can't they follow through? Why do they just ghost them? Mm-hmm. And the first thing that popped up to me is like, um, I was doing some, some work in uh, another 12-step program that was surrounding relationships. And in there, they, t- they talked about men and women are different, not just physically, but also how they experience things cognitively. So women will be directly connected to their emotions. That's why they, they speak in feelings, right? And for me being a man, a uh, male, um, there's a disconnect there. There's a filter that I, I process images through. And like, you know, if you want to run it back to like biologically, why does this happen? It's like, well, if you're a hunter gatherer, like you have no time for fear. You have no time for anger. You just need to go and do the task. So this shutting down that I had, I felt was with this filter. This, this filter was like saying, here's a, a wave of anger. Okay. Do I need to feel this? No, send it away. And I wasn't experiencing the full vitality of like just being present. Right. And, um, once I realized that it was, I had to actually do work around each emotion. What, like what feeling am I getting when I'm sad? When this, when this, when I'm shutting down, I mentally note it. Okay. I am feeling off. It started off like that. Then it was, I am feeling off and it feels like there's a tightness in my chest. There's a tightness in my stomach. Then the next time around, it was like, I'm feeling off the something aggravated me and that's where I'm holding it. And then it went further to, um, me expressing boundaries. Cause mm-hmm. if I didn't express boundaries, like it was running all over my emotions. Right. And then I would shut down and not be able to express it. And it just perpetuated the cycle. 
So I was able to say this thing made me feel uncomfortable because it's not what I. Let me rephrase that. This thing make me made me feel uncomfortable. The situation made me feel uncomfortable, and I don't appreciate that or just expressing myself, right? And there's a wholeness to that because then if these are God-given um, emotions, like I'm allotted to feel all of them and express them as, as, as best I can and like as respectively as I can, but also in a respective manner to myself. Right. You know? And I think kind of like the last part you talked about is like being true to yourself. And what does that mean? Is like learning how to deal with certain situations, know how to handle your feelings. Right. And I think the more we're open to new concepts and open to new ideas, I think we find ways to how to like process a feeling, understand it, kind of break it down. So you have an, uh, an idea what it is and where it's coming from and then find a way how to release it. And I think that's one of the things I didn't know how to do. I didn't know how to release anything. I just knew how to just suffocate the feeling, get rid of it, and just go on with my business. And then just having that kind of mindset and, you know, navigating through my life the way I, I did before where I just didn't talk about anything. I just suffocated everything. And then getting sober, and like I mentioned in the beginning, and getting the sponsor and start working these 12 steps, I realized like, oh, wow, like I have feelings and it's okay to have them. Okay, now how are these feelings affecting my life? And it goes back to my trauma with my mother. I wasn't allowed to feel a certain way. Like, I remember this. Like, I remember my mom used to beat me up, and I started crying. And then she was like, why are you crying? Then I stopped crying. And then she's like, why are you not crying? And, like, dude, you know how confusing that is to a kid? Like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't understand this. And psychologically, that screwed me up. Because I didn't know what to do with these feelings, right? So one of the biggest things that I had growing up and, and getting sober is that I didn't I didn't know how to handle anything, man. Like, I didn't know. I, I used to be the kind of guy who would shut down or I'd blow up. Each, each side of the spectrum, right? There was no middle ground. I'm either shut down or I'm going crazy. And finding that balance of like, like I said, processing things and learning how to understand where these coming from and releasing them in a healthy way, that's been a beautiful thing to do. I'm not saying it's easy. There's times where I could do that with grace and dignity and have peace around it. And there's other times where I just go crazy. I'll literally walk around the house thinking to myself, get this feeling away. I don't want to feel this. And as I'm saying that, I think to myself, I'm like, there's a resistance there. Why am I resisting that feeling? What is coming up for me? I've been tapping into the inner child a lot, and you're one of the first person to kind of introduce me to that. And I've been able to practice some things that, that I didn't know I could do, right? Kind of go back to your childhood. Talk to that child that was damaged, abandoned, dismissed, unheard, unloved. And show him that he's loved, he's cared for, he's understood, he's validated. And for me, having that experience recently, I, I got super emotional. I cried because I have a lot of layers of trauma that I still haven't been able to really tap into. So for me, 
I don't look at it as work. I look at it as a part of my healing. And I recently just read this thing on, on Instagram and it talks about how people get down on themselves because they get off track or they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Instead of having that kind of mindset, look at it as like, hey, it's part of the healing process. There's no such thing as falling off. Healing looks so different. Because we all do it differently. There's no like rule book to like, okay, this is the way to do it. And you follow this direction. And these are the results you're going to get. We're all different. <laughs> We're all, we all process things very differently. And so kind of go back to what we talked about is that today, owning my truth, knowing that I have God-given feelings and it's okay to express them and be honest with people about that. It's, it's empowering, dude. It's so empowering. And knowing that I'm going against the grain, <laughs> it's such a liberating feeling, to be honest with you. It does, man, because I had a conversation with a friend recently. kind of goes into what we, we want to talk about later. is like body image issues. I was sharing with her this project I want to do. And she was like, I didn't know guys had body image issues. Like, I didn't even know they felt like that. And I'm like, that's another thing that we need to talk about. We don't talk about that because we don't feel like we don't feel comfortable talking about that. Like we were, were made to be a certain way and have this like power source or guys are supposed to be like this and women are supposed to be like that. And we're very different. But if you were thinking about I mean, in a sense, we are very different, but we are very similar, too. Yeah. So having that conversation reminded me that there's so much layers to this emotional vulnerability for male. So. It, this topic and this project that I'm doing came at the actually it came at the right time because it gives me opportunity to explore more things that I wouldn't have never explored. I mean, dude, I shaved my head off. Like that is so different, right? And I use my hair as an identity, and for me to like go against that and be like, you know what? Like, who cares what people think? This is my truth. This is who I am. If I shave my hair off, like that shouldn't change how I feel and how I go about my life. I'm still me. I'm still the same person. And owning that and knowing your truth and being honest, it's like I said before, it's empowering, man. Like I feel so empowered right now. I'm just like, yes, let's keep moving forward. Let's keep pushing positivity. Let's keep working on ourselves. Let's keep helping people heal. And I mean, that's one of the reasons why we want to do this is create a platform and, and, and open dialogues to, to these kind of conversations that we're having today. So, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. Right. No, and thank you for sharing that, your experience with that. And it's been a joy seeing you step into your truth. Um, is that helps with the our conversations um surrounding because like when when i'm in alignment with something that i'm very passionate about i find that the world just ends up putting opportunities right in front of me and like it's a beautiful journey in that sense mm -hmm. so around owning uh, our own individual truths um i feel when I'm speaking my truth, that is like, I'm as present as I can be. And 
expressing emotions uh expressing emotions as a male uh based off what society tells us based off like what my experience was your experience was and then it's us having this type of dialogue and what's your expression of owning your truth means to you right now um, is creating space to do that and i feel that if that space is made and the individual wants to see how deep this rabbit hole goes then that's like the perfect sort of ingredients for deepening one's presence in life right so regardless of what i was taught inherently like by by my by my rearing or and not and whatnot like i have compassion for all that like that's a whole other topic and issue it's up to me to unlearn these societal sort of ways and these things that were impressed upon me and in that is like what healing the trauma mm -hmm. around this to get to this sort of sense of normalcy of like oh this is an emotion what do i do with it mm -hmm. and then going a step further it's just like doing homework for yourself right then like, the beauty of the homework is that you actually get a, a degree for yourself in living yep. you know there's a purpose behind it a plus for healing a plus a one oh <laughs> gang so i feel that for me to own any sp any type of truth that is authentically me um i'm expressing my honest self to another person it's up to them if they want to accept it or not and there's no reflection upon me right you know that, that was one of my my own defects the people pleasing the like i i need to minimize self so that you could feel comfortable and express yourself fully and then that would be used for whatever reasons i was doing that for but that wasn't that would create so much extra webbage that i have to remember Oh, I felt this way around a person, so this person perceived me as. Who needs to do all that? It's wasting so much energy. We still do it, though. That's the funny thing about it. We, st st I'm not perfect. We still still do it. Yes, but it's much better than it was before, right? Like when I got sober, it allowed me to feel emotions for the first time in over a decade, right? And then after that, it was like, oh, there's these things that I'm doing. Why am I doing these things? Right. Now it's to the other point of like, how can I utilize these things to be more present? This all derives from me being male and me tapping into my emotions and me expressing myself outwardly that is owning my truth, mm -hmm. right? So these conversations that we end up having, like we're, we're hella direct with, right. or we're feeling like, man, I feel overwhelmed. Like I, our conversations has changed over the last like eight months, right? Yeah, I mean, just like the other day when you came home, like, your energy was so freaking like intense bro and i was in i was like i felt that as soon as i walked in i was like what is this energy like i feel i was i was absorbing your energy dude i started feeling anxiety i started getting all like pumped up and i wanted to fight something and i was like what is going on and, and i was able to kind of sit with myself and be like all right jose these are not my emotions these are emits i don't have to absorb these they're not mine so I was able to kind of like reflect them and push it back to you. And then I was able to be calm. Cause like, if I would have said in and dude, I probably would have got up with him like, yeah. And what is that going to do? 
it's not creating any space for you to open up and talk about things because I'm going to be on your level. And when we're on that level, <laughs> there's not going to be no solution. It's that group, group mentality of jump on the bandwagon and let's, exactly. let's like, ride yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that person. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but that's high school stuff, dude. That's, that's base stuff. That's what we used to do back in the days where we just didn't give a shit and just not being conscious of what was really going on and how this is affecting us emotionally, right? And so, and we were able to talk about it later. I, I was like, hey, dude, do you want some space to talk about it? And, and we ended up talking about it. And, and you know, we created that space for each other. And you got vulnerable and I got honest with you. And just having these moments to sit down with another male and share your feelings doesn't mean you're weak. If anything, it empowers the shit out of you. Like, I feel good after our conversations. Like, I feel like my brain, my heart heals from that. There's a book that I'm reading, and it talks about that we need support. So we need a network of people that are on the same frequency. So we're we're feeling validated. We're feeling heard. But also, too, we're being pushed to grow as a human being. And I say human being because we're all human beings. I'm going back to that human being thing, bro. I'm stoked about that. I'm really excited about that. And so having our friendship that we have, I think it helps other people too. Because when people see us talk and interact the way we do, like people are like, oh, that's okay to do. Oh, wow. Like two males could be best friends. We could say, hey, we love each other. And we could take pictures and it's totally okay. It's... <laughs> Kind of going back to what happened to you the other day, and it's it's okay. Who cares what society says? Who cares what other beliefs say? Like, as long as, like you say, as long as we're being authentic to ourselves and we know our truth and know what we want to do, like, whatever else people say doesn't really matter. Right. No, like, I I agree with you as well on uh, having a safe space to do this. Like, keyword safe space to do this um and the only reason why i bring this up is like going back to that that incident that happened was derived from me having a conversation with someone that i viewed highly of and their disapproval of like something that was out of my control and out of like their control and i i i, I was angry at that and this, this goes back to like how do i express anger so i can't i, I got home and i recycle my energy to to like productive things that I, I need to do. So I was like, I have my tasks for the weekend. I got like half of them done Send in it. an hour with that energy. And that's when you had walked in, you saw me in full flight more or less. Cause I didn't want to sit with it at that point. Right. I was processing it and you weren't processing it, dude. I was processing it physically. True. So I didn't want to do the emotional processing. And it was only until that, that safe space was made that I could, sit down and be like, this is what happened, express those emotions and be like, I don't have to believe these things that basically were in, in learned beliefs that I don't have to live by. Because that's not my truth. Basically, that whole opportunity of growth that I look at that as was someone denying my truth. And when that happened, I got angry. So then I needed to mend that by expressing this this wound that got reopened. Right. And then healing that to an extent to it's okay for wherever I'm at, 
expressing however I feel. And you're right, it is empowering. Why is it empowering? Is is because I've expressed my honesty. I don't have to lie about anything. Right, right. And once that's said and done, then I can move on with my life. Why do I have to carry it? It's not, it's that quote unquote baggage they talk about, right? It's a choice. It's a choice. So, so to wrap it up. Yeah, I think we said a lot. There's a lot of things we unpacked. And if you guys could get something out of this episode is just getting the opportunity to open up to another person. And what it miss say a safe person to talk to about, because not everyone's gonna understand where you're at. So you really gotta be mindful of that. Because I've said some things to certain people, and I was like, "Why did I do that?" Because if they're not in a healthy, healthy space, they're either gonna feed your information and or misdirect you. So. Someone's knocking face out there. Someone's slapping. <laughs> no, it threw me off. Uh, so to to reiterate on what Jose said, um, if you guys can take away anything of this is that I would like people to take away from this is uh, owning your truth. Find out what your truth is. Ask yourself those questions and talk to people who you trust. Because, like, building that community has been one of the most solidifying things of my foundation so far. And if you have any um, ideas or questions, we love feedback. We've been, getting a, we've been getting a lot of feedback on the, even just the first intro podcast. And, like, we strive off of that. I love the conversations. Yeah, don't, 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 don't be a stranger. Um, we have our platforms for a reason. I'm always checking my DMs if you guys have any questions or need some guidance or, or just someone to talk to. Like, I'm always available. I mean, I'm always posting that on my Instagram story. Hey, I'm available to talk. I mean, I know you, but I can be someone to talk to. I'm like, it's okay. I think it's better talking to a stranger because then they don't have a biased opinion. Right. Uh, same goes with me. Um, hit us hit us up on any of our social media platforms. If you're on our Facebook friends or Instagram or, I mean, whatever. Yeah, so that's all we have, you guys. Uh, stay tuned to the next episode. Until then, we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.